listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The 100 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The 100 After Show. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> you like this? I can jam to this. Oh, my God. Hey. That's cool. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to After Buzz, the hundred episode eight day trip. Mm-hmm. I'm your host Chloe Onyx, and I'm Tari Miller. Good to see ya. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. So, episode eight. How did you feel about this episode? I liked it. Yeah. Um, it was a lot calmer than the last episode, mm-hmm. um, but was it really though? A, a little bit. Like, I think it, it was a different feel. Because the last episode, it was like, oh my gosh, action stuff happening, people die, blah. But this one, <laughs> um, it was all about character development and, you know, figuring out how these people are doing. Because this, it, I will get into this at some point, but, it, you know, it's like the first time you see a couple characters um, really face their own demons. Oh, yeah, indeed. And, I mean, the way the episode started, I was just super excited that um, they could talk to the Ark. Everyone was lining up to talk to their families. Mm-hmm. It was, like, such an exciting time. They literally had, like, a camera. Before they could barely <laughs> radio, now they were, like, FaceTiming. Like, right. I was just like, okay, so we're just going to advance this technology in, like, a week. <laughs> okay. But um, we get to see Clark, and she's talking a lot with Jaha. She's almost like the, the minister, <laughs> the prime minister of, like, Earth. Right. You know, it's so funny. And, um, you know, they have personal conversations, uh, Jaha and Clark, and he's like, you know... Talk to your mom. You let everybody else talk to their moms and parents and families, but you don't want to talk to yours. Yeah. And, you know, it just kind of made you feel like, oh, you know, Clark, you know, give like parents make decisions that are sometimes very hard. Yeah. And they wish they didn't have to do, but they do. But it's all about for- forgiving. Yeah. Do you think oh. she should forgive her mom or you think she should be like, no, she killed my dad. That's it. <laughs> um, I think that the mature thing to do is to forgive her mom. I mean, because yeah. it was... I mean, at the time, her mom was trapped between a, between a rock and a hard place, and they didn't know what was going to happen mm-hmm. if uh, the news got out about the Ark. God I mean, forbid. you know, we found out that essentially people rose to the occasion, but <laughs> it could have gone a completely different it direction. It could have. There's a lot of times in distress moments, I find people to, if they're not selfless, they end up being selfish. Right. <laughs> and they probably could have been like, not me, not my kid, not my family. You better pick that family, you know? Right. So you never know. And, um, I mean, you know, it just depends on the day, I guess. (laughs) So, Dax, who's, um, was he, he wasn't a regular day player before this episode, right? We didn't Uh, see too much of him before now. So, Dax, actually, this episode is, is, you know, a pretty big entity. Mm -hmm. Um, very important because as soon as he lines up to talk to his family, his mom, here comes Shumway. And I didn't learn his name until today, guys. <laughs> is it Shumway or Shunway? Um, I think it's Shumway. Shumway. Like, like, uh... Shumai? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like Shumai. Like Shumai. Okay. Uh, 
So Shumue uh, comes on the screen, and he's just giving direction to Dax, like, if you want your mom to come to Earth on the first pod out, you got to do this. Right. You know, like, everyone has their little sneaky agendas. And so Dax is with it. He, you know, he's like, I'll take this ultimatum. Like, it's not a problem. And the ultimatum is to kill Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Because if it, it obviously, it obviously, <laughs> it's obviously come out that Bellamy shot Jaha. Yes. But nobody knows why. And Bellamy is chicken. He doesn't want to talk to Jaha, even though, um, you know, everyone's had a chance to talk to the arc. He's just been running away from it. Right. Um, and you even see that when Clark comes in to talk about, um, an assignment that Jaha gave her, which was to go look for this um, depot, the depot, which was an emergency aid. Right. Um, and so as soon as she comes in, he doesn't get a word out, and he's like, I'm not going to talk to them. <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to the ARC. And she's like, slow down. You know, I just, I have an assignment. I want you to come. So we get to see, like, Bellamy is just chicken because he's scared he's going to die. Right. I mean, and it's understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean... Keeping in mind that he is still, like, a teenage boy. Is um, he? How old is he supposed to be? I think he's supposed to be 16. No. I yeah. thought Octavia was, like, 16. Um, Maybe. In, if anything, then he's, like... 25. He's, I don't think 25. Come on. Like, no. When he... When, okay, let's go back. Let's <laughs> rewind. I don't want to do math. When, when... Okay, so how old... Do, I took him to be around 8 or 9 when, when she was born. Or maybe 7 or 8, but... Se- I feel like he has to be at least eight years older than her. Maybe. But um, but then, okay, I guess he was never in prison, so he couldn't have been one of the minors. But I still assumed yeah. he was at least around the age of 18 or so. Yeah. Oh, I don't um, know. We got to get, get these age things Guys, <laughs> if you know how old he is... Comment. Uh, yeah, comment, comment on tweet it, and we will be forever corrected. Um <laughs> I see you guys watching it, so <laughs> don't act like you don't hear us over here. Correct us if we're wrong so we um, can say it next episode. <laughs> uh, but I think he's a little bit older, especially because he takes the reins and he's just, you know, like commander-in-chief kind of thing. Uh-huh. But I could be wrong. I don't think he's 16, but okay. you be the judge. <laughs> uh, but he's still dealing with all the demons. Like, he's still dealing with having to having shot a person uh, for yeah. the first time in his life. Yeah. And he... Uh, and for that person to still be alive, to, uh, it it's a little awkward, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to feel like you've killed someone, mm-hmm. um, but to then to have to face someone who you have mortally wounded is another story. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And so, you know, they're packing up and they're getting ready to go on this day trip. Clark invites Bellamy. Bellamy's like, okay. But Bellamy has something else in mind because he's taking all of these rations and Mm -hmm. she's looking at him like, why are you taking so much rations? It's one day trip. We're just going to find some, you know, see if there's some blankets and food and a place to go for the winter so we don't freeze. Right. Um, And so they leave the camp. But before they leave the camp, I I love this moment where um, Clark goes and tells Finn that she's leaving. And Finn is almost like... Oh, like, yeah. where are you going? And, like, don't go, you know? <laughs> and, and obviously, Raven is standing there, and she's just looking at both of them, like, seriously? Yeah. Really? Like, she knows everything that's going on. Finn doesn't know. We find out later that Finn doesn't know that she knows everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so awful. And then I feel even more awful when Octavia goes to get water for the grounder, and she rubs it kind of in Raven's face. And she's just like, um... 
I think re- I, don't, I forgot what they say specifically, but I know that Octavia is just kind of like you know. Oh, Raven says sorry for you know what I did to to the ground or whatever. I had to do what I had to do, right. and Octavia is like, yeah, like you know, just rubbing in her face the situation with Clark, <laughs> yeah. and Finn, like you know, low. like he had to do what he had to do. I guess you know, mm-hmm. too, like you know. Other things were happening. And I just felt like, dang, you know, like, she's already fighting for position and it's her boyfriend. Uh-huh. Like, you know, rub that in her face, really? <laughs> you know, like, that. I thought that was a low blow. It was. It was super catty. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if you're going to dig at her, that's the place to do it. Exactly. Um, exactly. And then we see uh, Octavia... Um, Talking, like, sneaking up to see the grounder. She's been trying to sneak up to see the grounder forever. Mm-hmm. And finally, once uh, Bellamy leaves, she's able to get upstairs and talk to him. And then we find out that the grounder knows more than thank you. Yeah. Like, he really speaks English. Like, he understands. She makes a joke about her brother being an a-hole. Mm-hmm. Or uh, another uh, word, for yes. lack of better words. <laughs> and, you know, he just kind of, like, smirks or laughs. So we know that he knows, you know, he gets jokes. And he yeah. gets and he introduces himself, so we, we're we not going to call him Grounder anymore. Nope. We're going to call him Lincoln. Lincoln. Isn't it's, that cool? It's really, it's cool. Um, he's named after a president and all that jazz. That's hilarious. Um, I was surprised at how um, normal he spoke. Mm. Um, after that long, and I assume maybe everyone in the Grounder camp speaks English, but he was kind of just chatting like you or I. He's like, yeah. I can't talk to you. It's a bad idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitely. And and then Octavia brings up the point of, like, you're not an enemy. He's like, but I am. <laughs> so that made me think a lot about him and his role and, you know, if, has he really been hunting down her friends or the hundred right. and just only saving her life? Or does he mean, like, his friends are hunting down the hundred and he's just watching because, you know, he that's his clan or clique or right. whatever they want to call themselves, the grounder <laughs> people. You know, so then it's interesting to see him say that, and, you know, he's like, don't help me, but she's very adamant about helping him. Yeah. So it's a very interesting dynamic. And then the most interesting thing happens. (laughs) We see Jasper going to take a piss (laughs) Uh in the woods, like, off the side of camp, and he sees, like, stuff running past him, grounders. He sees grounders running past him. But he has no idea, like, what's going on. And then we see Octavia, and he runs to Octavia, and he's just like, you don't see them? You don't see them? Like, we got to run for cover. Yeah. I loved that in that moment, he also kind of offhandedly confessed his love for her. Did he? Yeah. I missed that. And and they've been kind of, like, playing with it up until this point. Like, you know, he got all super uh, defensive when she was kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Um, She had kissed him that one time. Um, yeah. but then when he, when he saved her life, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then at this point and no one acknowledges it, he goes, Octavia, I love you. There are grounders here. And she's just like, okay, here's a stick. Cause she realizes he's hallucinating. <laughs> she's like, you're high on something. It's very evident. Cause she's looking at him like he's crazy. Yeah. And then we realize that he, he eats these berries because oh, he yeah. points them out to her and we're like oh, okay well, he's high off of hallucinogen berries little uh, green berries yeah. but it's even funnier when we see that it's not just him hallucinating it's every damn body oh, yeah. hallucinating and they're having these conversations so let's jump back to Bellamy and Clark because they leave for the day they find the the um, the depot 
mm-hmm. with emergency aid, and they right. realize that they have guns, and you know they can protect themselves now for the grounders. But everyone's having their moment because everyone is eating these damn berries. Right. So we see, so we see uh, Bellamy leave, mm-hmm. and he goes upstairs outside, and um, Clark starts hallucinating. And right. She sees her father. Yeah. And then she's having a conversation with him. And and I don't know if these berries like make you hallucinate about things that are bothering you, things that that are on your mind, things that are important to you. Um, Well, I think uh, that it is kind of like one of those things, not to say that I've ever tried acid or shrooms or any hallucinogen, but I believe that they amplify whatever is most uh, on your mind or like however you're feeling at that moment. Mm. Because like Monty, he felt good. Um, And then a lot of the other campers, they just kind of, felt weird things or just kind of like had um yeah like they were having a party yeah they were having a party, like a party with themselves and something else in the supernatural yeah so but i mean bellamy and clark both they are the two most tortured characters in the show <laughs> you think so i think so other than the grounder who is physically tortured oh my um, god they are probably the most Mentally? Yeah, mentally. Mentally tortured. um, They've each had to go beyond what they thought they were capable of. Yeah. Um, And they have to lead this group of kids, and, like, it boils up to a point, uh, and that we see later in the episode, in that, like, they don't know what they're doing, and they're just kind of, you know, flying by the seat of their pants. They're trying the best they can. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's very interesting that Clark is having this um, conversation with her father, and it's all about forgiving the mother. And she's just like, no. And she's just very, err. And, you know, the father's forgiven, and he's the one that died. I'm like, yeah. if he can forgive your mother, you can forgive your mother. Right. You know? Like, it reverts back to that thing. Because I feel like she wants to, but there's a part of her that's so angry mm-hmm. that she just can't. Yeah. Or won't, rather. Because you can, but she won't. Yeah. And she's holding on to that. And I feel like she's holding on to that for her father. But her father's letting her know, like, you're not holding on to that for me. You're holding on to it, you know, for yourself. Yeah. And you shouldn't. Because it's only going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. Her father's somewhere in peace. He was like, why am I here? You know, like, the, like she's like, how? He's like, the question isn't how, it's why. Yeah. I'm in heaven chilling. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, like, you know, calling me off from, like, my chill spot because of your guilty conscience or whatever it is you're feeling, like, sorrow. Yeah. And so, you know, she's just like, no, no, no. And then finally she gets bopped over the head by Dax. He's oh, yeah. like, you know, fine, crazy ass. Because he's <laughs> like, you're t- she's talking to herself. And he obviously hasn't had any berries. Yeah. And he just knocks her out. And then we fast forward to Bellamy, who's like feeling crazy. And you can tell by the way the camera shot him that he's just, he looks tired or sick. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, he's having a whole conversation with Jaha. Mm-hmm. And he's just like bleeding out the stomach. And I'm like, what the hell is going oh, yeah. on? And he brings all the people that sacrificed their own lives. And it's just a big to do. You know, I felt bad for Bellamy because like you said, he's, he's a boy. And, and even, even if he is 24, cause I right. really don't think he's 16, but you guys tell me. Even though he's really like twenty four in uh, my mind, he's still <laughs> he's still like a boy, you know. Right. He's still going through like he's probably he never shot anybody before until yeah. Jaha and you know a few grounders or you know or just attacked anybody in that way. Yeah, and he obviously blames himself for all those people dying because of the he thinks that since he got rid of the radio, yeah, um, they had to kill them. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of did. Oh well, yeah, they kind of did. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just. But, 
you know. He he did it. It's not like he was doing this just to be malicious or mean or nasty or evil. He was doing it out of the love of his sister. Right. And it's there were consequences to that. You know, sometimes we make decisions that are very hard in life and we don't necessarily want to do them or they're not part of who we are, but you you know, when you when the what do they say when the chips are down? <laughs> yeah. When the chips are down, you know, and for our loved ones, you know, I think my mom would kill for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hope she would. Um, but yeah, so we see Bellamy hallucinating and um, having this whole conversation with Jaha, and then um, I wrote this down. He starts to get his ass kicked by Jaha. Oh yeah. And it's just so funny. It's not funny, but it's interesting to see how real it is in his mind. Because yeah. I hear that's the strongest muscle in our bodies is the mind. It's true. So he's getting his ass kicked, and he's like, "Kill me, kill me!" And he's like, "No, like yeah. that's that's peace." You know, like you want peace, you got to earn it. Which I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass, right? For lack of better words. Um, um, I, go ahead. I was super worried that uh, that Bellamy was going to kill himself. Like I know that he yeah. was, he he in his mind, uh, the ultimate justice would be Jaha killing him. Mm-hmm. But I thought like that would be his redemption. Is like he's like, all right, well, if you're not gonna do it, then I'll do it in your name exactly. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which and and now that I now I wonder if. It was Dax beating him up the whole time because that was super physical. So just imagine the uh, the outside of his mind and him just kind of flailing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It is very interesting because even in his mind, he thinks he has a gun in his hand and he really doesn't. Right. So he's, you know, he's going through a lot over there. But let's go back to what's going on at the village. Mm-hmm. Because the whole damn village is hallucinating. Because at first I thought, maybe it's just Jasper. I'm like, oh, he just ate some berries he picked from a tree. Right. But if you remember in the beginning, they're all, like, carrying meat and picking berries and, and crunching nuts and yeah. putting together these little packs. And so when we go back to the village, everybody's hallucinating, uh-huh. walking around, dancing or scared or just going through whatever it is they're going through. <laughs> and we see Octavia... Where she she feels like, okay, this is my time to strike. I'm going to free my man. Mm-hmm. We don't know it's her man, but it's her man. <laughs> because she goes, everybody's, you know, running around. They don't know what's going on. And she frees him, puts his clothes on him or someone else's clothes from the village on him and kisses him. Yeah. Like bloody faced. And every- I just thought that was gross to me personally. <laughs> and I asked the guys here in the studio if they would kiss, you know, their girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. If she had like blood us everywhere. Um, and I found varying answers. <laughs> So you tell us, would you kiss your mate if they had blood all over their face, smeared, dried, dirty for days? Um, I bet the dudes will say yes, the girls will say no. Yeah, like, well, because you got say no. It's like showing your love, that you'll love them mm-hmm. and you'll kiss them no matter what. My love is, I'll get you some peroxide, <laughs> some alcohol, and some soap and water, and get you cleaned up. And then we could talk about the kiss. But right. But it was very passionate and, you know, she practically saved his life. Yeah. Because he thought he was going to die there. Mm-hmm. Lincoln thought, I'm going to see, I stopped calling him the grounder. Lincoln <laughs> thought he was going to die. And, you know, she got him down and out. And he almost was home free. And then Finn sees him. Yeah. Um, and, Finn and Finn and Raven are the only two that are not high on berries. Yeah. That, was <laughs> that really, is so funny to say. It was an interesting it, moment, though. Because, like, Finn, uh, he was obviously stabbed by this guy. But he mm. lets him go. Like, he makes this... Conscious effort to get out of his way. Yeah. Um, which, I guess, speaks to Finn's character in that, like, he's really forgiving. Mm-hmm. Which seemed to have been the uh, theme of this episode. Yeah. Um, 
But even so. Forgiveness. Yeah. Conquers all. (laughs) In some way, shape, or form. (laughs) Yeah, so um, Finn lets him go. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, wobbling away. And then we fast forward, force forward, (laughs) fast forward over back to the depot, and we see Dax, who, um, it's so ironic that any time... Um, someone is coming out of the hallucina- hallucination uh-huh. that it's like Dax is standing over them, like ready to beat them. So right. when Bellamy's like, "Oh, I just want to die," Dax is like, "I'm gonna give you your wish," and it's not Jaha anymore. He's yeah. standing over them, and then they have like this huge fight. And here comes Clark coming out with her her AK-47, ready to shoot. <laughs> Everyone is like a gunfight, but Bellamy reaches for his gun, his hallucinogen gun, right? Because there is no gun there, hmm. and it was just in his mind. Uh, I'm just saying. That was so sad. <laughs> he thought he was going to get him some revenge. And right? Or nothing. Or just or just at least, like, you're not going to kill me today. Right. And he's like, you know, reaching for this gun that's not there. And he's like, wait, I just had a gun in my hand to kill myself. It's crazy. Yeah. Would you have, what would you do if you had, like, berry, hallucinogen berries that you ate? Like, um, or I would f- you even know what you were doing? I wouldn't, but I feel like I'd be more like Max, just kind of. Chilling back and relaxing, enjoying the view, I guess. Was Max chilling and relaxing and relaxing? Um, he was at first. Uh, he Like when you first see the whole hallucination uh, filter, as a, uh, the it's Monty looking at Jasper. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to chill out here before we have the whole Jasper uh, craziness. The craziness. Um, so I think I'd be that guy without the eating the pine cone. Without the eating the pine. Yeah, he did say. He said, I ate the pine cone. Yeah. Because it told me to. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is some strong berries. I'm just saying. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, we see So we see finally in the end, Bellamy stabs him in the neck. Mm-hmm. Dax dies. Clark and Bellamy sit down. They have this heart-to-heart moment about Bellamy finally talking to the Ark, talking to Jaha. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... He's like, I'll do that, but let me just sit here and relax in this moment because i just been through a lot. He yeah. was planning on running away and never coming back because he knew the Ark wanted to kill him. Yeah. You know, he was going to be condemned. Well, Clark uh, does a really good job of convincing him to come back because she needs him and they all need him. Like, as, as much as we've kind of villainized uh, Bellamy. Bellamy up to this point, mm-hmm. like, he really has done a good job of bringing order. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and so they finally make it back to camp, and they bring these guns. They unload them. You know, Bellamy steps into his position again and goes, you know, training starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we see him right back in his position, and then they finally sit down, and um, they both talk to Jaha. Uh-huh. And Jaha, you know, is ready to condemn him, like that always was the original plan. Right. And Clark says her piece about Bellamy and how, he, how he's helped out. And Jaha is still not trying to hear that. He's right. like, oh, hell no. I'm still going to kill him. You know, like he shot me. And yeah. so... And so Bellamy, it's so funny because he saves his own life, really. He mm-hmm. just goes, no, you're not, if you want to know who, who sent me to kill you. Right. So he thinks about that. Um, yeah. Uh, I I was hoping that they'd come out and say it. I thought that maybe they'd, like, wait for the next episode, which would have made me angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they actually went through with it, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the perfect hand to play. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then we see Bellamy talk to Octavia because remember they've been arguing, mm-hmm. they're angry with each other. You know, they both say things they don't really mean, which we all do, especially with family. We all say things we don't mean in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And then, you know, it's family at the end of the day. I know I say things I don't mean and vice versa with my mom or whoever yeah. and my family. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you got. That's the only person. Those are the only people that are going to ride and die for you to the end, you exactly. know. And so Bellamy makes a statement of, you know, you don't have to like me, but I'm here. So you're going to have to learn to live together. And I respect that because... Growing up in a household of a dictatorship, that's exactly what I call it. Oh, yeah? That's ex- seriously. And most West Indian parents, I think, can or West Indian kids can agree that your household is a dictatorship to you move out. Whatever right. your parents says is it. If you don't like it, off with your head. <laughs> and they know what I mean by that. And so, you know, you, it's just what it is. And your parents say might say to you, you know, you might not like these rules, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to live with them or you can peace out. Right. And I don't think they could peace out, so they no. got to work it out. <laughs> but, you know, and then he asks her about letting Lincoln go, and she's like, nope. Yeah. She just lies blatantly, which I'm not mad. She doesn't want to cause any more fuel to the fire. Yeah. And they don't really know what happened except for uh, Finn. And speaking of Finn, mm-hmm. Finn and Clark have this whole debacle oh, about... Yeah. You know, how can you trust him? And Clark is like, I trust him. And you guys brought guns back in the nuclear war. What happened, you know, know, however many years earlier. Like, you know, he brings up his peace. And I feel like in this moment, he's been like utterly in love with Clark up until this moment. Yeah. You know, because he's just like, you know, looking at her crazy. And she's like, well, I trust him. And yes, it's right. It might not be the best idea, but Mm -hmm. it's what we have to do. And then we see Raven peek in. Right. And she's just, you know, keeping tabs on her man. Of course. That's what um, she has to do. <laughs> well, I feel like this, that moment kind of showed how far Bellamy and Octavia, or not Octavia, um, Clark's relationship had come. Yeah. Um, because when Finn was stabbed, they were super at odds. And then now yes, they have yes, this yes. mutual respect for each other that Finn can't even understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, nice little dig of, you know, I wish you would have told me about Raven. Yeah. Um, just kind of sunk it in there real good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then even earlier in the episode, uh, Raven says to Finn, like, you know, Finn is, she wants to have sex with him. And he's just like, eh. And she's just like, look, I already know. Yeah. And he looks shocked, like, what? <laughs> she's like, I already know. I don't want to talk about it. That's it. You still love me? Yes. All right. Boom. Right. That's the end of this. You know, so I think he's taken, taken aback by the fact that, Raven knows what is going on. Um, And so it's just interesting because I feel like once Clark, you know, has this this newfound respect for Bellamy, that Mm -hmm. Finn doesn't respect her as much. Right. Yeah. Um, Well, I do agree with Finn in a way because I think that the guns, though they are a manner of defense, they're going to bring nothing but trouble. Mm. Um, Because you, you give a bunch of kids guns, like, I mean... At this point, everyone is on equal ground. You want a mutiny to start, the, the guns start firing, and then it's chaos everywhere. Absolutely. You know? So finally, Bellamy tells uh, Jaha who sent him to kill him, which oh, yeah. was Shumwe. Shumwe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think of Shumai now. <laughs> Shumwe. And then they send the guards after him and lock him up, and he thinks he's going to get floated. And Diana shows oh, up. Yeah. Diana, who's now in the council, who's taking Abby's spot. She's supposed to be the good guy for the people. She shows up, 
and she has Shimwei killed in his cell and makes it look like a suicide. Yeah. And then we know she's up to no good because she wanted to kill Jaha and possibly become the chancellor again. Yeah. I so told you. What did you think you. about that? You didn't tell I, me. Well, I told you, oh, told individuals you. who listen and or watch this podcast. <laughs> um, I called it and it was sweet. So speaking of that, <laughs> let's go to predictions because I want to know what you think about predictions. And now, you're at right. TV Predictions. So, what do you predict knowing that Diana is like an undercover backstabber? <laughs> um... I it has to come to light. I mean, I think that it it'll um it'll kind of settle for I think a couple episodes mm-hmm. and then maybe around the end it'll boil up. Mm. Um, but I think that she's cuz she, even at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. she was kind of counteracting everything Jaha said, so mm. she's going to she's causing some trouble and I think that she's going to be more aggressive going forward. Troublemaker. Oh yeah. Mm, okay. I predict that Hmm. There's going to be a pod that makes it to Earth. Yeah. And I feel like things are going to change up a little. I feel like they're going to want to set the rules more and and say this is what you're supposed to do and mm-hmm. I have more authority and Bellamy's not going to like that. Right. So I see some some turmoil stirring up between the 100 and Arc people. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know what to call them like the other twenty, so that's hundred and twenty or something. I don't know. But I see some um or next hundred, if they could send a hundred down in a pod, I guess a hundred per pod. Yeah. Yeah, I see I see a pod making it to Earth and um stirring up a little trouble. Ooh. That would be nice. It would completely uh destroy the current dynamic and Yes. It would. Yeah. It would. So I'm wow. excited. I can't wait to see you next episode. Yeah. yeah. Should be a good episode. And then, I mean, we still have to find out what happens with the grounders and everything like that. So. Yes. So you never know, guys. Tune in next week. Like us. Uh, follow us. Go on YouTube, iTunes. Rate us. Tell us what you want to talk. What did you want us to talk about? What you want to see? Please I'm go. your host, Chloe Onyx. You can find me on Instagram at Chloe Onyx and on Twitter at Chloe Onyx 11. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.